Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, criminals, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional, and this show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay. Unless you're really good at it. Hello, and welcome to the Scofflaws, a history of law and disorder. My name is Sean, and joining me throughout life is my lovely wife, Trey. <laughs> Say hi, Trey. Hi, Trey. <laughs> All right, so uh, Kate is in the middle of moving and couldn't record this week, so she threw notes at us for doing an episode on art heists. And asked me if Trey would be willing to record it. I have been asking for an episode about art heist the entire time this podcast has existed. And I guess if I want something bad enough, I'm going to have to do it myself. Except you're not doing it yourself because you decided to say, screw that, we're talking about the Mona Lisa. Well, I figure if we talk about the Mona Lisa and all of the very interesting things about her and all of the very interesting things about her art heist, that still leaves all of the other really interesting art heists for somebody else to cover so that I still get to listen to an art heist episode. <laughs> oh, all right then, then let's let's talk about the Mona Lisa. Okay. Uh so the Mona Lisa is for one a lot smaller than most people think it is. How big do you think the Mona Lisa is? I assume you've never been to the Louvre. You at least haven't been in the ten years I've been married to you. <laughs> well, little did you know, I didn't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I'm going by popular media, I would say maybe somewhere around like like a standard canvas size. And how big do you think a standard canvas size is? Um, about five by seven. Five feet by seven feet? That's a fairly no, big no, painting. No, five, five furlongs by seven <laughs> furlongs. Uh, she's actually only 30 inches by 21 inches, oil painted on a panel of wood. She weighs about 19 pounds. Uh, and that's not even the most interesting thing about her. That's just preliminary. That's just what you need to know to recruit her into your fantasy football league. <laughs> So, uh, she's famous mostly for being stolen in 1911. Yes, yes, I believe the Phantom Limb told us that. Now, I want the Mona Lisa. Look, the Mona Lisa's not a better painting. It's merely a more famous painting. And it was made more famous because it was stolen. <laughs> uh, a man named Vin Vincio Perugia? I'm butchering that. I know I am. Vincenzo Perugia. There, use take two. <laughs> <laughs> he was a worker in the Louvre hired to install the glass cases. Uh, he took the frame, the picture out of the frame and tucked it underneath his smock and just waltzed out. <laughs> he, just, he just tucked it up in there and just walked out. Well, that's actually a, a point of debate because 
At the time, she was displayed on a large, heavy piece of wood and was uh, under glass case. Uh, so the whole display weighed nearly 200 pounds. So it's debated whether or not he was able to get it down by himself. So hold on. Um, I mean, did they did they know right away that it was that one guy with the Italian name I'm not even going to try to pronounce? Or were there, like, other suspects to it? No, it was a long process. Um, it, she was stolen in 1911, and it, and it wasn't until... Uh, 1913 that he was caught. In the meantime, they also brought in Pablo Picasso for questioning. Picasso. He had actually been found guilty several times of purchasing stolen goods uh, or stolen art pieces from the Louvre. So they're like, hey, buddy, did you maybe have something to do with this? We gotta put the squeeze on Picasso. (laughs) That's wild. I don't know why, but for some reason, like, Picasso and Dolly, my mind always tries to convince me we're from much further back in our history than they actually were. No, it's wild. I've I've seen photos of Picasso, like, watching TV. It's yeah. it's a wild thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's almost contemporary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what else? In 1913, Perugia, he was caught and tried for this. Uh, he claimed it was for Italian patronism, uh, patriotism. His desire was to return the artwork to uh, its homeland and bring it back to Italy. It's Okay, so he wanted to return it to the homeland of Leonardo da Vinci. Basically, yeah. Was... was the person it was painted of Italian? In fact, she was. Uh, so here's another fun thing about the Mona Lisa. The subject of the painting is not actually named Mona Lisa. Uh, so her real name was Lisa Gerardini. Uh, like, like the peppers. I suppose. Uh, it roughly translates to My Lady Lisa. It was a painting uh, commissioned by her very wealthy husband. So, uh, yeah, I lost my place. Anywho, uh, he ended up serving seven months jail time after being caught trying to sell the uh, the painting to an art dealer. Really? Only seven months? Surprisingly. But he did get his wish temporarily. Before it was returned to the Louvre, the painting did a tour of Italy. Okay, so... So he didn't manage to get it out and about. He took it for a nice little stroll along the countryside <laughs> towards some vineyards. And then did seven months in prison for it. <laughs> <laughs> but the interesting thing, if that wasn't interesting enough for you, uh, years later, a man came forward. This goes back to the debated idea of was he able to do it by himself or not. Now, this story is... Hotly debated and largely considered fiction, but it's still a damn good story. A man. She's she's not even here and isn't even aware of what we're talking about yet. I can already hear Kate grinding her teeth. I you know, but I heard I read this and I couldn't not talk about it. A man came forward years later, and uh, he called himself 
buckle up, because it's great. All right, hold on. All right, buckled in. The Marquis of the Vale to Hell. The Marquis to the Vale of Hell. No, no, no. The Marquis of the the Vale vale to to Hell. He told a reporter and made the reporter swear that he would keep the story concealed until after he had died. That he paid Perugia and two other men to commit the heist. The goal being that he could sell multiple copies and have each buyer believing it was the original stolen painting. Uh, Like I said, the story was never confirmed, and it came out after he died. None of the other men were ever found, so it's just kind of disregarded as an art fable. The Marquis of the Vale to Hell. He sounds like he's the Act 1 villain in a Final Fantasy game. He had a real name. I did not. Uh, I I, can't, I, can't I did imagine, not want to get to break the the beauty of that title. Though I can't imagine him in anything other than a black and red and gold butterfly mask. It's pretty great. Uh, so that's not even the end of her sordid history. Um, uh, two. This is a little bit sad, but still fascinating. Two men have uh, committed suicide over the painting in, 19, in, pardon me, in 1852, an artist threw himself from a fourth-story window of a Parisian hotel after leaving a note that read, For years I have grappled desperately with her smile. I prefer to die. What about her uh, famous smile? Whatever. She looks like a horse. This is, this is 19th century. It, that yeah, eighteen eighteen fifty two. Wow. So even before I got to be famous from being stolen. Yeah. Uh, and then in nineteen ten, uh, a man came to the Louvre and shot himself in the face, deciding he wanted to die looking at, at her at her face. Well, no wonder they wanted to install a glass case over it the year after. Well, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> It hasn't all been uh, love and and such for the, the painting. She's been attacked several times as well. In 1956, separate occasions, uh, a rock was thrown at her left elbow, and you can see damage to it. And uh, I, either once <laughs> before or after. <laughs> at her left, specifically. Well, they... <laughs> That's just where the rock landed. I don't know where it was targeted. I'm going to use my level 7 ranger talent of an aim shot. I'm going to go for the elbow. So you can see damage to her her elbow. And then if you look at the bottom, there's also marks from an acid, uh, acid that had been thrown at her. Acid? Yeah. Somebody threw acid at the painting uh, either months before or months after it was hit by a rock. This after uh, that they installed bulletproof glass. Well, obviously the acid wasn't super effective, so she might be a poison type. Well, we know the bulletproof glass was super effective because it also stopped another attack uh, when she. Uh, it also stopped another attack in the sixties. No, shit. Um, 
they installed bulletproof glass in her climate-controlled room, uh, and this helped stop another attack in 2009 when a Russian tourist threw a souvenir mug at her. A and that's why we can't have nice things. That's why we have to go to the gift shop after the Exit end of the tour. Through the gift shop, so you do not throw mugs at paintings. Apparently, he was very upset after being denied French citizenship. No, please, no flash photography, rocks, or mugs. <laughs> uh, another interesting thing I thought, at least, uh, she went on tour in the 60s. And, uh, well, didn't we all? <laughs> uh, she was valued, uh, her, in, given an insurance value of $100 million. Uh, however, the policy was never actually issued because the premiums costed more than even the very best security. Uh, incidentally, $100 million in the 60s translates to about $800 million in today's monies. So she is quite literally priceless. Quite literally. And so far as an insurance standpoint, priceless. Indeed. So, uh, that's, uh, kind of all I got for the Mona Lisa. Um, I did find out that her lack of eyebrows and eyelashes is also something that is debated. Uh, whether or not she is an unfinished piece or if they have simply worn off with time. Oh, it is being on a piece of wood. I can't imagine that's the best medium for oil. That is why she is in a climate-controlled room. She has to be very delicately kept. Oh, good to know. All you aspiring artists out there, don't just beat your oil painting on a piece of driftwood in case it becomes literally priceless and it has to be finicky for the rest of eternity. Well, there you go. Yep, moral of the story. Well, alright, so that was the Mona Lisa, and uh, I want to thank Trey for uh, joining us today on this episode of Scofflaws. Uh, if you would like to uh, send us an email regarding this episode or anything else, uh, you can email us at scofflawspodcast at gmail.com. And I just want to say I am in no way any kind of an expert. I am simply an art enthusiast. Who can read bullet points barely? <laughs> and uh, maybe check out my website, unrelated note, com. Yep. Yep, definitely go to her website because here's a secret when you buy things from her, it benefits me too. Because <laughs> we share a bank account. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I already said the email. You can join us on our Facebook at Scofflaws, A History of Law and Disorder. Um, we have a Twitter, but God help us, neither of us has figured out how to use it yet. Um, you can also uh, go to our Patreon and be that first lucky donor. Um, aside from that, if you like what we did here today or you like what we've done in the past and would like us to keep doing in the future, uh, subscribe and leave us a like and a review on iTunes or whatever you listen to uh, the podcast on. And, uh, oh, you have something? Uh, one more thing about the Mona Lisa that I forgot to mention is, uh, of all of the paintings in the Louvre, she is the only one who receives her own mail. 
Okay, back up. <laughs> she, like, what kind of male? Love notes. Well, of course. The first thing I went to is, oh, she's getting credit card offers. <laughs> I mean, probably that, too. Everyone does. <laughs> I think our dog has gotten a couple. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to consider that our dumb law of the day. So, thank you, Trey, for, for being amazing and stealing my thunder. <laughs> and I uh, hope you all join us next time. How fitting for Art Heist. <laughs> <laughs> and stealing the intro <laughs> and outro. <laughs> Say goodbye, Sean. Goodbye, Sean. <laughs>